KOKW calling. I'm on international frequency. Come in. Make me want to <laughs> Hello, fiends. This is Dave. And Hello. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. It's going to be called Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. We have one of our old friends back again. And uh, who do I have here from the, uh, the the Great White North? Yay, hi, it's Mandy DeGate from Ottawa. Yes, live from Ottawa. Although when you hear this, it'll be recorded. So, ha, only I get her we're live. We're live, though. Well, I hope we're <laughs> live, because if not, then it's like a zombie podcast. <laughs> Speaking of zombies, I got to tell you, like, um, just in the past 24 hours, I have to dedicate this show to uh, Canada because I just watched a really kick-ass movie that was very different, very different take on the zombies. Um, Fido? Uh, well, that's a good one, but oh. how about how about this one that takes place in Pontypool? It's called Pontypool? <gasps> are, you, are you clapping? Or did you just I am. Think... I saw that one recently. It's fantastic. Isn't that great? Yeah, I really enjoyed it Totally different. Did you hold out for like the credits? Don't say anything, but did you hold out for the credits in the very end? Oh, really maybe not. Very I don't know. I'm always drinking when I watch movies, so I remember watching it, but I don't necessarily remember the end of it. So, But it's good, because it makes my next time I watch it even more exciting. <laughs> I'm so glad you saw that. I, that's it, What a great movie. It just put me in such a Canadian mood to talk to you. <laughs> that, well, that's good. I'm glad a zombie movie can make you want to talk to me. I don't know. <laughs> hey, man, Canada was responsible for the apocalypse. I love it. Snowpocalypse. Snowpocalypse. That was such a cool take, and I, I gotta tell the guys that are listening from the our uh, radio station, Red Horse Radio, our mother station. You know, I, I gotta tell John and Nelson, Rick and Shane, and of course Heather. I, I'm wondering um, if maybe that is the future of Red Horse Radio and Kettle Whistle Radio. If we're gonna be holed up in a DJ booth with zombies about to break in, you know, I just and the end of the world on the cusp of what we have to say. I wouldn't want to be holed up anywhere, especially not in, like, a city center. I think that's I see. I'm happy to live in Canada because we have a lot of, like, bush and area where you can just go and be a survivalist. Right. I think, yeah, zombies wouldn't like to be in Nova Scotia. It's just too cold there, right? Yeah. And big city centers are screwed from the get-go, so. (laughs) Speaking of which, hockey is back. How happy are you? At least for us, NHL. You guys have hockey anyway, right? Well, yeah, well, we have, like, yeah, the juniors and stuff like that and junior A. Um, I'm torn. Like I'm definitely going to watch every show or every every uh, game on TV, but I don't I don't want to give them my money. <laughs> it, it really bothers me, and the games are so freaking expensive up here. Like for me to get like nosebleed seats, I think like sixty dollars a ticket for yeah, one. Yeah, it's wor- World Cup every night for you guys. Pretty much, you know. And then I hear about these things like down in New York, they can't even give away hundred level seats for yeah. three dollars, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Well, if you talk about my Islanders, so I'm from Long Island, and now they're the Brooklyn Islanders or whatever the hell. Yeah, I'm so done. I, I can't even tell you. I was actually done with the season. I can care less. I love that Saturday. There's a game I could watch. There'll be violence on TV again, and it's legal. And other than that, I'm just like, you know, they're giving stuff away now because they have too much stuff that didn't sell, and I'm not yeah. buying it. Well, and they screwed up. So yeah, I don't know. Like, but I, I, I love the sport, and it's the only one of the only sports I watch. So it's one of those things where uh, I'm not going to boycott it if I'm not doing anything else on Saturday night. You know what I mean? I'm with you. Or, I know exactly so much, what you mean. 
if someone offers me a ticket, which has been known to happen, I may go. But I don't know if I want to put my own hard-earned cash down on a freaking hockey game after what they did this season. Exactly. And that's how I feel. There's a lot of hypocrites out where I am that will go anyway. I, I, I'm i not buying uniforms and all the bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm just kind of fed up. And they blew it out here because they finally got the West Coast into it with the West Coast getting a Stanley Cup. You know, LA Kings, and they had that money, and all the West Coast people that finally got into it, they've all but forgotten. They can give a shit less about hockey yeah. right now. It's gone, and even they're not. They're gonna. They're starting from scratch all over again. So yeah, I think it sucks. I'm pissed. But will I watch Saturday? Absolutely, because I'm not paying for it. <laughs> Same. I, I pretty much agree there. Again, if someone gives me a ticket, I'd be in. But other than that, no, I'll wait till next year to get my fandom back. And there you go. Yeah, I'm right with you. Um, let's see here. Well, we came with an agenda. I, we were talking about this uh, several times, being a new year and new start for everybody. Um, I wanted you to make a list of things to avoid in the year 2013. I did, but they're not really things. They're kind of things that screwed up my life this year, so I don't want to repeat them next year. <laughs> Perfect. I, I, I knew I could trust in you. M- Miss Mandy DeGate, I knew I could trust in you. Um, speaking of which, uh, th- th- this is a great writer we have on. We're talking right now like, you know, we're best friends and all. But honestly, some of the stuff she's got out there, I'm going to get her to talk about a little bit. But, like, she's been featured on Nelson Piles, uh, The Wicked Library here at Red Horse Radio. I believe All You Want for Christmas, All, all I Want for Christmas, that was the most recent. Yeah, the, I wrote that specifically for, because he's like, do you have anything Christmassy? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, no. I don't really like Christmas. But and then you I'm whipped like, it up, yeah. Well, I'll write you a little story. And then I started writing, and it, I'm like, hey, this rhymes. So it turned into a Christmas horror poem. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and <laughs> you, you got to love Nelson. He's great. Oh, I love his show. I can't. I love I, my thing. I have a big ego, so hearing someone else <laughs> read stuff is fantastic. Gee, writers, ego, you think? Um, also featured was Fatty early on. Uh, that was like what September when he uh, did that. I uh, think? Yeah, it was when I was in Vegas. So whenever, yeah, kill, whenever KillerCon happened, because I caught, I was sitting by the pool and I was listening to him read my stories, which was yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's me. Anyone that walks by, I'm like, listen, he's reading my stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fatty, always appropriate by the poolside. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was a sick story. I love that. What was the other one too? Uh, there was. Fat, oh, he read Fatty. He read The Only Way, which uh, was in Quick Bite of Flesh by Hazardous Press. Okay. The zombie one. And he also read Summer Break, which was uh, published in Lamplight Magazine. Yeah, Flash Stories. You have these things, Flash Stories. Hum- humanification, The Only Way, and Summer Break. How do people find these? Um, they're, all in se- they're all in different anthologies. I mean, I guess the best way to find my stories is just go to my website, which is mandydegate.com. M-A-N-D-Y-D-E-G-E-I-T dot com. <laughs> and um, there's a bibliography page there. And then uh, if they're looking for signed copies, they can message me because I've got most of my books. But other than that, you can pick it up from Amazon. Uh, the links are all there. Perfect. And girls, you will not be disappointed. I have a lot of female listeners. I mean, uh, yeah, horror writing is one thing. But you write, you definitely appeal to a female audience, I think, more than a lot of writers these days. Well, that's, yeah, that's good to know. I think so. Uh, yeah, uh, I am a girl. Thank God, it's one girly thing. I write horror girly. Yay! Ah, <laughs> uh, not really, man. No, you appeal to a mass audience, as far as I'm concerned. And, and you have bite. That's the thing. Everything has a bite to it. You read that, like some of my favorite horror movies. Now I got some years on you, but some of my favorite horror movies. You, after you're done watching, you feel dirty and like, should I have watched that? Those are the best ones. 
And oh God, the story I'm writing now is writing terrible. It's like, I think it's the grossest thing I've ever written. And I'm like, you know what this needs? It needs a sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> Does a word depraved come up at all? Or? <laughs> oh God, it's worse than depraved. Like people read it. And w- one of my friends who's an editor. I've kicked it off to her because I, I got, I do get rejected and it got rejected. And oh. I couldn't hear a wait, 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 you get rejected. Why? Yeah, I, not a lot. Actually, way less than I thought I would, but I do. And um, so I sent it to her, and she gave me some great ideas. But she's like, yeah, when I was reading it, I felt nauseated. I'm like, that's exactly what I like to hear. (laughs) Exactly. Reaction. Absolutely. I love it. Well, we'll get into some more of your writing here, because I have some questions about that. But real simple ones. But again, you're... You're my co-host this uh, on this episode, and what are we calling this show? Uh, Too early for whiskey? Uh, yeah, I was gonna put Bailey's in my coffee, but I have a bunch of things to do today, so that's probably <laughs> not a good idea. Yeah, that's, that could slow things down a bit. <laughs> well, let's get into lists. Um, how about your top ten list of things to avoid in 2013? No, it's not really put into a top ten list. It's just things that I wrote down that I. So number one. Is, or we'll, okay, we'll call this number one because it kind of is part of everything else too. Is uh, procrastination? Ooh, good one. Yeah, mm. I'm a procrastinating pants for sure. Like uh, uh, yeah. I should be writing, but instead I've decided to do this podcast. No, yeah, you're, you're talking to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, trust me. Uh, the same here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I'm so bad. Like I, I will find any way to not have to do what I'm doing by telling myself I will do it later. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I, have, I'm, I can come up with a lot of good ideas because I'm pretty creative. So uh, procrastination is definitely my number one. If I didn't procrastinate, I would have an encyclopedia of books written or something. I totally appreciate that one, and um, I really should it should be on my list. <laughs> so is that is that like you starting at ten or is that your number one? I think I started the wrong way, but <laughs> whatever. It's they're all they're all equally important to avoid. Let's put it that way. Okay. Well, What's your number one or number ten? I'm gonna, well, we'll go with number ten. I'm gonna actually start with eleven and twelve that didn't make the list. No more Tim Tebow talk. I'm tired of it. It's it's over. Jets didn't use them like they should have. Whatever. And that Gangnam style dance. Okay, <laughs> give me a break. I went to a wedding. It was there. It happened. But you know what? The reason why it didn't make it is because that guy Sai. He knows exactly how to market it. He's from Korea. He was here and then he left. He left us with two months of this horrible dance and left. Whereas some of these dances, like the Macarena, it goes on for years and years and years and just sucks, sucks, suck, And you get tired of it. You never want to hear it again. Another six months from now, somebody at a wedding is going to be dancing to that freaking Gangnam style again. It's the new locomotion. Right, right. Yeah, but he knows he knew how to market it and take it away, so didn't make the list. So I'm going to go with uh, number 10. Let's see here. Multi-billion dollar corporations laying off thousands of employees, even though they are still making not the same bottom line, but a bottom line where they could afford to keep those employees. Just an excuse. And all their higher paid, all their CEOs and stuff walk away with these gigantic bonuses. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with that too. It's a lot. Weird. I find it a lot more like prolific down there, though, up with these big companies. Maybe it's because we don't have big companies up here. We all work at igloos and stuff. But I go with the plugged into a block of ice right now. So. I, dude, I'm ready to create my own block of ice. I'm telling you right now, no problems here. What you got next? Um. Well, I don't know if I should go across or go down. I'm going to go down. Um, the next don't lose is your, don't lose seven your way. days of beer. Seven days of beer. No more. I have to avoid drinking seven days in a row. Yeah, I saw that. Um, that's yeah. It was ten days in Vegas. That was pretty terrible. This weekend was another one where I was just like, yeah, drinking to excess. I guess that would be the better one. It doesn't necessarily have to be seven days, but I need to avoid the drinking to excess. Yeah, I know I'm a writer, <laughs> but that's still not an excuse. 
<laughs> right, right. Oh, that's a, yeah. Seven days. That's. I mean, I don't think I've ever done that. But it might have been my college days. I can't say that I haven't. And if I don't remember, then more than likely I did. And you uh, know, it's not even the alcoholism or the alcohol that bothers me. It's the fact that I'm getting fat. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is that your uh, Molson Canadian beer out there? Because I know it's Budweiser here is the oh, curse. Oh, that is terrible. No, see, I'm I'm a little bit of a beer snob. I like like Guinness and Sapporo. Thank and... you, Irish beers. Uh, well, Sapporo is not Irish. Well, but... I'm Japanese beer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I like, the, I like Cronenberg. I like I don't know. I don't like. I won't drink Molson Canadian unless someone buys it. Cheap beer, I'll drink if I'm like poor. But <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> if you, have, if I have a choice, it'd be Guinness. Thank you. That is the only one. You know, it's not that terrible for you if you have one. Oh, no. <laughs> well, it is. Yeah. You can drink a 12-pack of tall cans. Do you guys have Smittix up there? Um, Smittix is made by Guinness. It's the uh, lighter of the beverages. I'm going to go with no. It, or it if looks have, like, I haven't tried it. It looks like Smithwicks, but you don't pronounce it that way. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, now I've seen it. <laughs> try it. <laughs> try it. I'm telling you. It's, it's a lighter one. Guinness is like breakfast, you know? But, um, yeah, seriously, Molson I stay away from. That uh, Molson was, uh, a keg of Molson was behind one of the worst parties we ever had at Helm's Deep here. And just kind of like, uh, I don't know, people got possessed because they thought they were drinking a light beer. But that and Budweiser, no, I, I can't believe Budweiser is an import for you guys. I feel so sorry for you. Oh, I buy that when it's, yeah, when they don't have import beers. You know, they don't call that an import up here, though. When I was there, they did. It was more expensive than I usually pay for it, but anyway. Okay, no, everything is more expensive. See, when I go down to the States, that's why I go on these lush benders, because I'm like, oh, I can get a 26er of vodka for $6? Oh. Like, <laughs> up here, it's like 29 bucks. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. man. Okay. I know. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go to my next one. Uh, let's see here. That was 10, so we'll go to 9. Number 9, Gary Glitter played at sporting events. Can we please stop this? I don't is even there, know what that is. Yes, you do. Rock and roll at Dan and Dan and hey, whatever the fuck. I hate that. <laughs> I do it, know what that is. It, it's like, please, you know, this guy is making money. He Gary Glitter, look him up. No, don't look him up. Child Predator uh, wrote the song and he, uh, whatever, he got out of jail, he got caught again. And it's like, we're still playing his music at sporting events. All these jockheads are up cheering, clapping their hands. I'm like, are you kidding me? So Probably I, because they, maybe they don't know the story behind it. See, now I do, and now I want to boycott that song whenever there you I go. hear it. Well, see, let, this is where it starts. Right here. Excellent. <laughs> right here. Starting a trend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God only knows what trend. All right, what do you got? Um, The next one has to go with alcohol again. It is gummy worms that are soaked in vodka. Um, Yeah, I saw that bucket of... <laughs> Bucket uh, of regret, bucket liver of regret. disease, and sugar diabetes. That's what it turns into. That looked like, I mean, that looked like brains. Uh, I, that picture, it's on your site. It's on your WordPress site, right? Yeah, it's on. It's part of the blog because I brought out, I decided to make some alcoholic gummy worms and bring them down to uh, Anthocon, the <laughs> convention they have in uh, New Hampshire. <laughs> and I was handing them out and like the bartender lady comes up to me and she's like, is there booze in there? Because we're in a bar. And I like straight face look at her. I'm like, no, they're just floating in water. And she bought it. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I can't believe she didn't take my bucket away. But yeah, it was pretty bad because uh, at the end you're left with this bucket of schmoo. Like after all, oh words, yeah, it's gross. I know. Yeah, and it's like this. It's like this sugary syrup alcohol. I don't know how to explain it. So normally, when I'm smart, I give it to the drunkest person in the room. Unfortunately, at that convention, I made one big glass of it and drank it myself. So I guess I would have been the drunkest person in the room. Yeah, <laughs> it was painful. Yeah. I will still bring them, but I will not eat them. Oh man, now that's I, we've been there with the gummy worms soaked in uh, in vodka. Yeah, it doesn't really last. You kind of have to do it real quick. 
But I think that woman just was forced to confront you, and when she was done with that, her job was done. She really. I was didn't... glad she didn't throw a match at me because I would have went out like a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right, that was good. Um, I'm gonna go with my next one here. Anything Jersey Shore related? Oh, Snooky! Oh, damn it! That mean you guys are corrupted by that crap too. I'm not gonna lie. I watched it. Okay, I watched it because I enjoy train wrecks. I also watch Toddlers and Tiaras. Don't judge me. Oof. Uh, well, kids cry when they lose. It's not my fault. Yeah, I don't do those two. Our guilty pleasure in this house is um, what is that? Uh, my Gypsy Wedding or whatever the hell. Uh, oh, my mom watches that. The Gypsy. Oh uh, yeah, they're wackadoos. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, speaking of which, you are a self-proclaimed Gypsy, but not in that regard. Yeah, just because I travel all the time, I'm always on the go, and I'm like, oh, you're going somewhere? I'm going to find a couch to crash on wherever you're going, and I'm going to go there, and yeah. <laughs> I, I like to never be home. Okay, you can go with that. And what do you got next? Uh, country music. <laughs> Ooh, all right, I'm good with that, thank you. I avoid that one all the time anyway. I'm also from Timmins, which is the home of Shania Twain, whoop oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Yeah, should they have? The, I just I just read somewhere in some news thing that they're actually selling the Shania Twain Museum because there's no attendance anymore. I'm like, well, no kidding. She hasn't put an album out in how long? A museum? They have yeah. a museum? They even renamed the main highway Shania Twain Way. See, you know what? They're going to get rid of that, though. They're just going to make room for me. It's going to be like the Manny Museum of Tim's. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> wow, I, I do. Well, yeah, you know, I felt some pain there. Uh, a little, a little notch of pain in my chest with that one. Um... On that same note, musical note, Disney generated boy bands. No more. I no agree. More. No more. I mean, if I see another group of five guys with really bad hair that don't play instruments, <laughs> I swear, I, I, ooh, I got nothing else to say. I got what do you else. think of the new of Disney doing Star Wars? All right, I had a feeling that was going to hit me. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Um, very good question, by the way. Everybody puts me on the spot with this one. I'm excited because it gives you a reason to go back to the movies. I have friends that work in the movie business, meaning they actually work in theaters, and they need to fill those seats again. There's a reason to go mm-hmm. back. Um, it, the money is there with Disney. Lucas still has creative control. Um, I'm cool with that. I, as long as they... It, and I hear Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and even Harrison Ford signed up to show up. There's things you can do. There's a good way to go. There's a terrible way you can go. No, no, no more Jar Jar Binks. No, no, no more no, of that. No. But Han Solo in charge of a Star Destroyer, wrecking the the remnants of the Empire. Yeah, I'm all about that. That's cool. Captain Han Solo, all grayed out and angry as all hell. Yes, good thing. Doesn't Disney own like the uh, X Men or something like that? They did. Yeah, the they got Marvel. That. They got Marvel. I was down there when that took place. Um, Really cool park, too, for a while. It was like comic book, whatever the hell, Central. I forget the name of the park. And it was really cool. But now, uh, like, the Hulk roller coaster is one of the coolest roller coasters I've ever been on in my life. I mean, you would think, oh, the Hulk, that's stupid. No, it's intense. And um, you walk through this whole, like, uh, comic book village where it's, like, anywhere from Spider-Man to, like, Dagwood and Blondie, you know? But now Marvel bought it, so it's just superheroes. The Spider-Man ride was pretty cool. It's dated, but pretty cool. But now they're going to update everything. Um... Again, the money is there, so let's do it right. I hated the new Spider-Man movie, but I'm going to leave it at that. Um, that's, not, that's not Disney. That's not Disney. 
I have a Star Wars sleeve, a tattoo sleeve, and all my friends came up with the fact they reminded me, they're like, oh, by the way, you have a Disney sleeve now. And I'm like, damn it! No, 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 no. Don't you dare let them do that to you. Uh-uh. You're, first of all, you're about seven years younger than me, so no. That means that they never watched the first three, and Empire Strikes Back is still one of the best movies ever made. So, I, no, punch them in the face next time they say that. Um, okay. No, nah, don't do that. You know what? That, don't don't punch me in the face. David Fairhead told me to do it. No, nah, you, you know what? Uh, step on their foot really, really hard with Doc Martens. Deal. Okay, but yeah, then you can say I did it. But yeah, don't 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 punch him in the face. Uh, <laughs> although, man, that pisses me off. Well, how'd that make you feel when they said that to you? I was drunk, so I probably just let it roll right off me. But then, uh, I, yeah. Later on, you're like, wait a second. I'm like, no, I got it because I was born in 77 and Star Wars was born in 77 and Disney mm-hmm. didn't own them back then, so right. screw you. <laughs> exactly. But here's the thing. Who else has created a better mythology in our time and generations? No one. Peter Jackson I love, but he just redid Tolkien. You know, who? Uh, Harry Potter? Okay. She created yeah. a universe there. She created something. Um, Anne Rice? Uh, who else? Who else can we say? And now, like, The Hunger Games... But how many? This is just a ripoff from Battle Royale, though. Thank you very much for saying that. I took a beating for saying that on one of my shows. Battle Royale. It is. What a Uh, great movie! It's a it's a YA version of Battle Royale. Yes. But the kids older, so they're not. I think it was like grade five students or something for Battle Royale, but it's the same damn thing. Right. Japanese made. Did you ever see the second one, Battle Royale? Is it is it worth seeing? I don't know. Again, me with movies, I probably would have watched it, but I don't remember it. (laughs) Another Jaeger night. All right, so. <laughs> Alright, what's next on your list? That uh, man, um, Disney boy bands took us to a whole new anger level. <laughs> the next one kind of falls into procrastination, and it's not that I want to avoid it, but I definitely need to cut down my usage, and that is Facebook. A uh, writer's worst enemy. <laughs> a lot of people say that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because we're all on it. All, like When I look at my chat list, all my friends that are on there is all writers, because right. my normal friends that aren't writers have normal jobs, and they're working. <laughs> right. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I can see it. It's good for a promotional tool to an extent because you are just, you know, ranting to a bunch of your peers. But, um, yeah, I think it's good for networking, but I definitely need to cut down the amount of time I'm on it. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with my uh, number six, I believe, here. My neighbors, which is really easy to avoid because they avoid me. Oh, see, my neighbors are all old. I live in, like, an old age home, I feel, sometimes, so... Hmm. I can run faster than they can, so I don't see them very often. <laughs> uh, we got a mixed breed here. They just—they're so afraid of us. It's ridiculous. They don't have to be. We're very pleasant normally, unless provoked. But it's like they just—whatever. All right, my neighbors. Neighbors. What, what do you got next? Um. Oh, see, this one falls into drinking again. Ice, Timmins, and drunkenness. <laughs> and I only say that because uh, two years. In a, or no, not two years in a row. It seems to happen every second year. But uh, I was up visiting my family for Christmas, and I went to the bar, got drunk, tried to call a cab. Cab takes an hour. I'm like, whatever. I Google it. Hey, it's only a half-hour walk. Fifteen minutes into the walk, I wipe out on ice, split my face open. Oh, damn. Yeah, and then two years ago, I blew my knee out and, like, wrecked all the ligaments on the inside. <laughs> Holy sh... Wow. So, no, I, I've, done, drunk, I've done this. Definitely something to avoid. I'm not innocent of these... I, I fell flat on my back more than a few times because of uh, ice, but... Yeah, wow, that's uh, that's rough. On your face? Yeah, and to make it even better is I had a reading four days later. Oh, like, that was the one, right. I got to do my reading with, like, a little Hitler stash going on that was all red. Oh, damn. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, fine. Oh, I felt bad. Okay, um, I'm going to say, let's see here. I got number one, two, three, four, five. 
Uh, number five, uh, conversations on gun control. I'm going to avoid all conversations on gun control. That's a good idea because someone will probably shoot you. Yeah, yeah. I'm on a few lists. They're insane. It's either you're totally against guns or you're totally for guns. And, I mean, there's arguments both sides, but you guys have way more. Like, I get a freak out for my friends every single time I hear about it because there's, there's, like, a shooting every day down there. Yeah, we got them every day uh, on the news right here in Pittsburgh, too. It's um, it's got more than one. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think, like, I'm going to just mention, like, from a Canadian standpoint, take away the semi-automatic and that, you know, like, this, the crazy guns. You don't need stuff like that for hunting. If it can't be used for hunting, people should own it. Right, we, we, yeah, we had a cop gun down by an AK-47, and the guy actually was, like, protesting that he's trying to kill him. Of course, he lost the fight because they said if you're shooting an AK-47 at a cop car, you're only trying to do one thing, you know, and uh, give me a break. I, I totally agree with you, and I, it's uh, it's nice to hear somebody else's point of view from outside of the States here. Um, I thought you guys looked at it that way. Because we, we have gun control here, but you can only get, like, I don't think semi-automatics, like, semi-automatics and handguns. Are, are, I don't know about the semi-automatics, but handguns are illegal here. Like you can't, I can't walk down the street with a shotgun and you know because it can't. It's not concealable. Mm. We're not the only people that are allowed to have handguns in Canada. Are people that are like you know police officers that you have to have a specialized license for that. Um, yeah, I mean in that sense, like I love the states. I love to visit the states. I love the booze prices in the states. But I'm <laughs> super happy with our gun control laws up here. Interesting. Okay, interesting take. Uh, I, I was very curious about that. Okay, what do you got next? Um. <laughs> I, don't know what the, I think this is a last ditch effort because I was running out of things but um, liver <laughs> I don't like liver I've never eaten it so I'm going to spend another year avoiding it one more year without liver that's right <laughs> you heard it here first <laughs> does that include onions too I, I hate I onions I love fried onions but oh, I just can't liver there's something Lord. about it I don't like ah, that's the first uh, you, you love onions I do and that's the first thing onions I, and I, garlic go on you, everything you lost me on that one Oh. Yeah. By the way, so your birthday, the day after Christmas? It is. That sucks. Hooray, I get to share. I get to, like, fight for importance with Jesus Christ. I lose. <laughs> I'm two days after. 27. Oh, hey, happy birthday to you. Yeah, yeah. I got, well, I got spoiled uh, pretty much when I was younger. As you get older, not so much. So, yeah, I can't complain about that. But, okay, I got my next one, okay? Remakes. I'm avoiding all remakes in the year 2013. I agree. Like, there's not enough writers out there to give you new damn stories. They just don't want to pay for it. Oh. They want to, re- yeah, they yeah. want to recycle what already made money. Right. And uh, people, you know what the problem is? If people go see it. Yeah. If people do. didn't go see if we all boycotted it, then there wouldn't be any more remakes, hopefully. Right. I mean, this new Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D is out, like, this week. It was number one for a bit, like, last weekend. I won't go. I'm done with it. Oh, I kind of want to see the new Evil Dead remake, though. It looks that, well, creepy as shit. You totally... See, that's the exception to the rule made by the same people. So I'm there. Oh, yes. Yeah, I didn't say it's a totally different remake. It's not a comedy. Like, the first one I consider as more of a comedy. Sure, it was scary or, you know, like, creepy or whatever horror elements, but this one looks like I'm going to shit my pants. Yeah. I'm Bru- watching it, and that's exciting. <laughs> Bru- Bruce Campbell made that one campier with his facial expressions and just being himself... Yeah. Uh, just even though it wasn't a campy movie, they didn't know what they were doing back then. It just happened. Uh, this one looks like everybody's very serious in the movie. You know, yeah, you, you watch that trailer. Probably. So, yeah. so you have to break your remake. Well, no, it's not a remake. You said if, they, if the same people, the same do it. people yeah. do it. Yeah, that's why I don't like the new Spider-Man because it's not the same people that made the first three, which I kind of yeah. enjoyed. Uh, I did not enjoy the last Spider-Man. I, I really didn't. 
Uh, like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just avoiding remakes. Uh, however, Evil Dead, made by the same people. Yeah, you're, all right, you got me on that one. I will go see that one. <laughs> Which, uh, well, let's go. What, what's your next one? Because it will lead me to my next um, three. Okay, my next one is No More Jobs. I keep picking up random odd jobs, and I'm so, again, falling into the procrastination. I have too many jobs to procrastinate. Okay. So aside from being a writer, I also sell sex toys, and then I'm supposed to be helping my buddy with, like, uh, being his social networking guru for his company. And one of my other friends talked to me about formatting ebooks for them, and I just keep picking up more and more. So no more jobs. I'm going to start focusing on the ones I have. <laughs> so how is the sex toy industry in Canada? I like selling sex toys. It's fun. There's nothing better than going to, like, because I do home parties like Avon or whatever, and I bring all my toys, and we just, and a box of wine, and I sit around and talk to ladies, and hopefully they're horny and they buy stuff, and then I get to pay rent. Right. Those are the Tupperware parties of the future, ladies and gentlemen. And they leave a lot happier. They're not like, oh, I get to go home and play with leftovers. No. <laughs> as long as I ship them off with batteries, everyone's happy customers, so it's good. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Well, all right. I'm, people would love for me to keep going with this one, but that's a whole nother show. Um, I'm going to say this one right here. This is now. This if if Evil Dead comes out with a PG-13 rating, I am done. PG-13 horror movies. I am done. That I means there's not going to be any boobs in it. Then what the hell is that? Boobs is one thing, but they take away the scares, like the, the that feeling of should I be watching this? Uh, PG-13 horror movies just don't have the stuff. They should have rated Serbian film PG-13. Do you know I've never seen that in every convention? <laughs> oh, don't every convention I've been to said, everybody there said, "How did you not see this movie?" It is, it is like push the boundaries, terrible. Like it, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe that just happened, and I watched it. Like it, yeah, I liked it though. I'm not gonna lie because it's like the the worst movie I've ever seen, and I don't mean worse than like a bad movie. I mean the, the content of it is just like, oh. like I need to go to church after watching it. I feel it's that like, bad sins, yeah. Man. It was pretty um, there. Well, here's the thing. I went to the Pittsburgh Comic Con. I went to. We worked it. Me and John Towers worked it. And uh, there were kids. And I said, when I say kids, between the ages of 17 and 20, coming up to our table and asking me, and because they knew I was in the horror, whether I've seen it. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe you guys saw this movie. Who are these kids' parents? Well, okay, maybe not the set, maybe not the older ones, but... I don't know, man. But uh, I, I, I haven't seen sheltered. it. I don't even know what it's about. I mean, I just... I, uh, I Well... Won't even talk about it on air. I'm like, go look for it. Good enough. We'll leave it. At, we'll leave it that. We're down to my last two, and they're pretty good. What have you got? Mine are. See, mine are getting lamer and lamer because I started off with my good ones. But um, <laughs> drunk, drunk trips to the Seven Eleven again. That falls into the getting fat concept. That, and when I wake up surrounded by like chip wrappers, and it's just not a good sign. That's so. a part of Americana here. Of course, uh, we're not really in Seven Eleven Central in Pittsburgh, but. I mean, going to get a hot dog late at night and freaking buying... You could buy a beer and walk out with it. You know, like, can't do that here. But, yeah, I, I do miss those days. What is a chip wrapper? Well, it's like bags of chips. Oh, chips? okay. Really? Yeah. Chip wrapper? I, don't know. I like that. See, a chip wrapper here would be at Sonic, where they put corn chips inside of a wrap. So you, eat, you eat, like, a, a chili wrap with corn chips in it. So it's like the sodium nitrate nightmare. Oh my god, I just had a heart attack talking about that. But my mouth is watering. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. All right, well, I'm going with my next one here. This is really important. Um, 2013, I'm going to avoid the flu, because I have so far. Knock on yeah, wood. Knock on wood, too. I haven't gotten sick. I call it management disease. Like, you don't get sick when you're a manager. So as long as I keep managing something, I'll be okay. Good way to look at it. 
And do you have your last or next to last one? <laughs> yeah. No, I only have one left. Go. Somehow. I only have one <laughs> left. You screwed up. Okay, anyway. My no, last you're good. One, you're good. As much as I love them, they are the greatest distraction in my life, and that is boys. So I'm not, not that I'm going to avoid them entirely, but I'm just not allowed to get a boyfriend. 2013, I was super successful and, and well, aside from the procrastination and doing well for myself. And, yeah, I say that, but I could go against that, like, next month. I don't know. Boys, it feels like having a boyfriend that or a girlfriend in that whatever case. I was talking to a friend about this. If they're not interested in exactly the same things you are, then spending time with each other is just wasting time. And, and then while it's terrible to say, it's true. Like, let's go watch a movie. Like, unless this movie has something, some benefit to my career or like whatever, it's not going to help me because I could be writing instead of watching this movie. Mm-hmm. And a partner would just get pissed off because I'm why are you on your computer all the time? Blah blah blah. So yeah, well let's say let's let's say boys, let's say relationships. I mean, that's what I'm going to avoid for one more year at least. I agree with you halfway. Like, yes, have, you do have to have things you agree on. I mean, enjoy together, but you have to have your own things too. I mean, you really, that person needs to give you your time to go do what you got to do. But you need to sit down and enjoy maybe an hour and a half of whatever the hell he likes to do. And then after that, you go and do your own thing again. So again, I just go back to my whole thing. I'm going to find a male version of me, like a clone hmm. with no tattoos. And then they'll like everything I like. So my day will be their day. It would be ideal. <laughs> Good stuff, man. <laughs> no, that's a great way to look at it. And you know what? You should hold out. Don't settle. No. Oh, no. oh God. I don't know if anyone wants to settle with me. They'd probably off themselves after about six months. Like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, then they just weren't ready. Screw them. Which no. will lead me to my next one. Good filtration po- process. Actually, this is my number one. You need to avoid in 2013 dudes that wear skinny jeans. Ew, I don't like... Oh, no. Yeah. What the hell is up with that, man? I don't even like tight ankle jeans on women. I'm a big fan of the flare. So when I see you little skinny, it reminds me back when I was in high school and the girls would use safety pins to pin their, like, so tight. And then they put stupid slouch socks. Like, no. I just... I agree with that. No skinny jeans. No skinny jeans in 2013. Especially no skinny jeans on fat people. (laughs) At all. all that extra has to go somewhere. We have an abundance of like little emo kids that wear those, and I just like, come on, man. I mean, first of all, if somebody starts with you. How the hell are you going to fight in skinny jeans? I, whatever the hell, toothpick. That's leg. why emo kids are so sad because their balls are super squished. Yeah, you just, you know what? That was awesome. You totally landed. <laughs> you, you answered a question and at the same time. You opened new possibilities. <laughs> You're good for that, Mister Gate. All right, so that was my number one. What do you got? That was my number one. Is no, I'm done. I've already gone. Maybe I can't count. This is why I'm a writer because I'm apparently not good with numbers. <laughs> well, well, I do want to ask. I you. started, so wouldn't I be done before you? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, procrastination <laughs> is my number one. Going back full circle, that's my number one. I, well, I do have to uh, talk about my friend's book that's coming out because I want you to check it out too. A do friend of mine that you are you familiar with, Christine Soltis yet? Ola, the name sounds familiar. Christine Saltis, yeah. She she's a, Wicked Library something? Yeah, she was on my show with me several times, and she also, I, on Kettle Whistle Radio, but she's a well-known author around these here parts, and a um, horror writer, but she came out with something very THX, uh, you know, Lucas-ish, uh, okay. very uh, George Orwell, futuristic. Um, it's called Reclusive 2038. It has to do with uh, closed communities being um, basically supplied everything they need by the government, and people trying to break free of it. She's, uh, you guys are kind of kindred spirits, but then you also have very different styles. Uh, I would say check out Christine Soltis and definitely friend her on Facebook. 
She's I a, will for you, sure. Mandy, you would love this girl. So seriously, I, you and her would talk for hours on end. I'm just saying. That's not good. This goes against the whole stop procrastinating with Facebook. <laughs> not really. It goes against your belief in boys. Now you meet a girl. Oh, it does. There you go. Right. It's networking. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. See, there's an excuse. We call it networking. And we talk. Oh, yeah, networking. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, talk, <laughs> we talked about Goon, too. Mm. Goon. What a great freaking movie. Underrated in the States. Yes. I've seen it probably two dozen times now. I can't stop watching it seen it a lot too i love jay baruchel yes um, and i mean all the other characters are really good too and i love the fact that it's it's set out in the maritimes i've got a lot of friends that are out there and it's there it's it's exactly like you see on there everybody's just always at a bar <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah oh, so yeah it, watch yeah if you haven't seen goon watch goon sean michael scott right stifler yes. stifler he he's just phenomenal what a great movie for the hockey fan and that kept us going while hockey was while well, the season just was defunct Exactly. Now, you have some short stories, too. Uh, Morning Sickness. Where do we find that one? Oh, that's like, oh, that one's coming out in March. Um, Dark Moon Books is putting out an anthology called Mistresses of the Macabre, and it's uh, 18, I think, 18 women writers, and that's where Morning Sickness is going to be. Awesome. Yeah. And um, I was just uh, privy to a story, uh, Dead Things Don't Rise. Uh, I don't know, well, <laughs> yeah. Am I allowed to say that I got a... Uh, preview of it uh, am i allowed to say anything about that well yeah because i used your name in it because i woke up and i was writing the story and i did a name and you were the first person to message me on facebook that's how i choose names sometimes for my stories so great method. Um, that one just got accepted i'm i'm assuming i can talk about it i don't know the cover's gonna be out soon but it's um angelic night press for 50 shades of decay and it's um i think there's gonna be like 50 stories and they're all gonna be like zombie erotica it was so good. I wish you didn't say zombie erotica, just because I, I that what a great teaser. But at the same time, man, I just didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ruined it. See, I'm bad for spoilers. No, yeah, you spoiled your own, but not good. really. Good anyway. Yeah, it's still great. Really, that was um, yeah, perfect. A perfect little ditty. What was it? Five to seven pages, the most. I think it's like yeah, two thousand words or something. I, I have a thing for writing really short. Um, I like the flash and the short stories and like short short stories i really enjoyed that i really and of course i was honored with you using my name not so much later but (laughs) (laughs) fantastic i really appreciate it um now this is your chance to go ahead and plug whatever you got in our closing here um well aside from like my website where you can find everything that's going on my i do have one appearance so far scheduled for this year i've just booked my hotel for um world horror convention which is down in new orleans i was gonna ask you about that that. i mean i've never been to new orleans and my friends are all making fun of me because i have supernaturally curly hair and they're like you're going to new orleans in june you're in trouble so i'm just gonna be like (laughs) just look for the afro and the tattoos pretty much i just Um, wear it up yeah, two of my well, Dark Moon Books is going to be there and have a table, and so is Hazardous Press. So I will be doing author signings throughout the weekend, I assume. Um, and yeah, other than that, I don't have any other. It depends how much that convention costs me to get to and from. And then I'm also moving to Toronto, so that's going to be another big expense. So uh, I'm not sure where else I'm going to be, but uh, people can find out and follow me and find me on Facebook or uh, and my website again is mandydegate.com. So. Yeah. Very cool. Guys, I totally recommend it. And girls, look her up. And this is where I'm going to ask you to pick our music of this episode anyway. uh, Real quick, metal, punk, or industrial? Metal. Metal? Okay. Metal is the pick. Excellent. Uh, All right, very cool. All right, listen, uh, appreciate your time. 
Oh, I had a great time being on here. Yay, thank you. Good luck with the dentist. Oh, fun. It's just a cleaning, so it's going to be an easy one. <laughs> so they say. Unless they find <laughs> something. <laughs> How do you scare a horror writer? All right, so listen. Going to come on again sometime? I would love to. All right, well, we appreciate your time with us. And again, Manny DeGate, check her out. And definitely check out all her writing and... Um, Friend her on Facebook. She loves it, and it'll give her more time to be on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I need way more time. I need more procrastinating excuses, so add me. <laughs> All right, kiddo. You be good or yeah, bad, whatever works. If you can't be good, just don't get caught. <laughs> All right, good night, folks. Okay, not to be confused with the now-defunct Drake's Cakes. We're going to play a song called Devil Dogs from <laughs> my buds Greg and Steve in Havoc Theory. Great new thrash metal band. Uh, saw them not too long ago. Going to see them again on March 8th at the Smiling Moose. Again, this is Havoc Theory. The song, Devil Dogs. Thanks again, Mandy. Bye.
Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast. Back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interviews. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all times? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electric acid. Electric acid. 